get angry about it. Oh, I thought you meant the food was gross. No, not the food. This shit's fine. The food's fucking dope. It's funny, though, because I, I got some beef ones in here, and then I got some chicken ones in here. You don't know which one you're going to get. Oh, shit. See, it's going to be hard to... I got this stupid thing on. Beansy, what's up, baby? What's up? Oh, we just go into it? We just right into That's it. That's nice. Let's hop right, just fucking condom off right in the deep end, baby. Yep. <laughs> Finishing early. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I remember one time somebody, somebody um, with, the, with some friends recently we were talking about like, oh, how long, how long it lasts during sex? It was like a, you know, intergender group of people, you mm-hmm. know, men and women. Yeah. And uh, women were saying, you know, the women were saying like, you know, 11, 12 minutes, you know, yeah. which is a lower number than I expected them to say, but it's still way too much. Because in my opinion, nine minutes is a long time. Nine minutes is a long time. I think porn has brainwashed us. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> they got body doubles. They got cut on action. They got all kinds of stuff. They have body doubles. <laughs> Damn. I was talking to a producer. Important? I was talking to a producer. That's wild. I was talking to a producer friend of mine about acting. I was like, "Yo, I've been thinking about like getting into acting lately. What What do you have? Uh, you know, of like finding auditions?" And I was like, "Oh, not adult stuff before you say it, haha." And then he was like, "Well, I wasn't gonna say it, but there are body doubles." And I was like, "What? No, the fuck way!" So now, like, whenever I'm watching a video, I'm like. You, are you zooming in because you think there's body doubles in porn? Oh, my God, dude. I'm like, just, I don't see his face in this shot. Yeah. <laughs> just to think that there's, like, like in my head, it's, it's like a tag team. Like, like, <laughs> slaps him on the back and he comes in. Like, like pro I mean, if you guys know, I'm a big pro wrestling fan. Big, big old pro wrestling fan. Got, like, it's funny because... I was into it as a kid, and then people told me that it wasn't cool, so I stopped liking it. And uh, I mean, you go through that shit in high school, anyways. But then, like, I don't know. I I kind of like I was fiddling with it in my in my early twenties, and then I was like, just like looking back at some of the old shit I used to watch. And then during the pandemic, we just hit a point where I was like. Man, I'm so fucking bored. Like, I've just... Like, you got stuck doing the same things over and over during the pandemic. So, I was like, let me just buy a wrestling game. Like, I used to love playing pro wrestling games. Like, regardless if I cared about the fucking... What's actually going on in, you know, the wrestling biz. I was like, oh, I love the game. So, I got a game. And then instantly got hooked to that game. Then instantly got hooked right back to wrestling. Because I wanted to see what things were going on. And... WrestleMania was coming out right around the time about the game. So I, I got back into shooting hoops when I was like twenty three or four because that happened of to me. NBA Street Volume Two. Oh, that's funny. I that's fucking funny. picked up. I rustled out my old GameCube. I started playing NBA Street Volume Two, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I love this fucking game." And yeah. then I actually like went out and bought a basketball that yeah, day. That's nice. And got right back into it. Hell yeah! I like I like when video games lead into your interests. And also, like, the th- I heard the thing you said when I stepped out to grab my food about, like, you liked it, you, you pe- letting people in high school peer pressure you into stuff. That shit sucks, man. Not only that, my mom would always kind of, like, shot. My mom, anything I was into, let me tell you what, anything I was really into, my mom hated it. Like, she, she did not like whatever I was into. It was always, always a fight. I feel like parents are like that in general, and then like later on. That was on, great, man. Dad supported supported literally everything I've ever done, uh, and I love him for that. My parents have been supportive recently of things, but like I feel like that's a more recent thing. Either I was just ignorant and an asshole to them for most of my life, or like they just didn't like they were just what's the word I'm looking for? Apathetic. Yeah. Uh, it was probably a little bit of both of them. Yeah. Because like I like talking to my parents recently about stuff I've been doing. And I've been hearing a lot more stuff like "good job." I ho- hope you hope that goes well for you and stuff yeah. like that. But like seriously, and I was I was like, oh, and I yeah. and I only just started to notice that. Like I said, I only kind of feel like that just kind of like I always in appreciated for them. what my parents did for me. My mom does, you know, she would do things for me, but she never really understood me, which is okay. She see she, but like, it's funny here, like, cause all of a sudden I hear the stories from my grandmother about my mom and she was more like me as like when she was younger and then like she at some point she changed her entire personality it's very interesting well something about that happens in parents like they see you they see like smaller versions of themselves and then they just like 
they like kind of overcorrect. Yeah. I guess that might be part of it. I don't know. I don't have kids. Exactly. I was hanging out with um, I was hanging out with the uh uh. How do I put it? A friendly family, like a family who I'm friends with. Yeah, like I don't want to close, say, close fam, like close family friend is what you're looking for. I don't, I don't want to say anything specifically, but yeah. I was hanging out with this person and their family, and um, you know, like well, because I'm friends with everybody in the family, but I'm, I'm trying mm-hmm. not to be too specific about who it is. But um, I just saw the it's mother. That bitch, Brittany, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I actually did date a bitch named Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> That's she funny. was she was manipulative and abusive, but so I'm listening. Hi, Brittany. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's your number? I still hate you. Abusive, <laughs> abusive and manipulative. <laughs> Sounds like my type. Hey. <laughs> so I'm listening to the mother talk shit, and she's like, "All my kids were a mistake." Mm-hmm. Like, and That's she funny. had three of them. Mm-hmm. So the first one was a mistake, and then she did it two more times. It was basically what was like. How it comes off, you know, but she's saying this shit in front of her daughter and like it just kind of upset me because like her daughter's a good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. So I was like, whoa, hang on, hang on. Now, I normally don't step in people's family shit, but I had been drinking and I was like, mistake is a rough word. You don't think you're going to give her a complex just saying that in front of her like that? And then uh, come to come to find out from another friend that's basically been going on since they were kids like yeah. the mother's just been like you're all mistakes this is great it's like it's great use a different word lady i understand oh, yeah. what you're trying to say but like you know your kids don't understand that, that. Was, that's funny to say because i i once had to have an enlightenment i had to enlighten my mother one time because her reaction to anything was i could just kill you and then she would describe how she would kill me she was like i could strangle you right now and i'm just like do you know how often you say that shit to me? Like, <laughs> like every, any little thing I ever did, I could just kill you. I will strangle you right now. I could like she just found ways to like, I I I could terminate you right now if I I'm so angry. <laughs> and it's just like that's not the way you should approach arguments. My, yeah, my my dad was one of those. I'll bring I brought you into the world. I'll bring you out kind of people. Not yeah. normally during arguments, but like more when he was talking about like principles or morals or something. Yeah. And be like, oh, don't ever don't ever put your hands on a woman. I'll brought you into this world i'll take you out like, okay okay that's a good time to say that you know no anything any argument <laughs> any, i i like i i just had i was i got because when you when you <laughs> when you live with a with a jewish woman um <laughs> she's very crafty and, and they'll set you up for things and stuff that she was very uh she's very good with her words i'll say she's very direct Bobby, then, did you give your money to Israel this month? No, but right, then well. like, <laughs> she's not that. She's not that Jewish. <laughs> That's my, I mean, shout out, shout out my Jewish grandmother, Natalie. You're the best. Um, but uh, yeah, she just she like like I had to be conniving because of just like the way I was kind of. She would like fight with me, so like I would like. So then I I would like. I would unintentionally get under her skin, and then uh, she would just explode on me. <laughs> but it's funny because uh, she always says I was a good. You you brought up that mistake things, and I, and I always go back to st- the story that my mother loves to tell is that if my she goes if your brother was born first, there's no way you would exist. Like I was a good baby, and she lo- like I was a cute little sweet baby, like barely cried through the night. Nothing, my brother. Horrible baby cried all the night. Was always getting into stuff, but it's like now it's reverse roles. My brother's doing very well. He's very healthy. I handsome. also I felt the need to like jump to her defense because, like my parents, for all the problems I feel like they they put me, my sisters, and our family through whatever bullshit I feel like they've done. They never made us feel like we shouldn't exist or like we wouldn't like we weren't wanted. Yeah. Um. Even my last two sit my. They planned the first three, and then the last two were surprises. Yeah. And they've always said that. Like, there would be times when my sisters would be like, ooh, it doesn't matter. I'm not supposed to exist anyway. I'm a mistake. Yeah. And my parents would be like, now, now, don't. I'll beat your ass for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Which is, like, which is an over-exaggeration. But they always made sure that no matter how upset they were, they wanted us to understand that they never thought that about us. Yeah. 
So I always I always appreciated that, and I think part of that like lives with me. Yeah, and that's why when I heard that woman say that, she was like, "Oh, whoa, oh, what's yeah, up? I'm talking you. now." Trigger, it triggered you. That's funny. She said something. Now I watch you. you put your family through a bunch of bullshit, but I'm standing up now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you said you were a little drunk. <laughs> Great. She kept doing that thing people do where they try to like start talking and cut you off, and I just kept repeating myself and like getting slightly louder. It'd be like in the oh middle my of my God. sentences, I'd be like, "So and the thing, and the thing, and the thing." Thank you. <laughs> the worst, the worst when someone won't let you talk. I've definitely been in plenty of those situations. Well, because like the course of conversation is naturally sometimes people get cut off. Sometimes that that just happens. You know, yeah. people talk over other people. It's it's fine, but the way she does it is like. It, it like yeah uh just just you know what it's not even the way she does it it's who she is yeah. <laughs> oh, the who you are fucking terrible <laughs> just a terrible person hope you fall in a hole <laughs> I, don't know. I don't i don't know about all that she's she's pretty nice to me okay <laughs> I hope you sprain your ankle one day she's pretty nice to me but she treats her family like shit yeah, yeah that's not exactly good that's the worst Oh man, I didn't even. You know what? I didn't even like properly make sure that was focused. So just just keep yeah. talking. I'm gonna just oh, I'm gonna just adjust yeah. this right now. That's fine. Yeah, guys. Um, my name is. Oh yeah, for you for people who don't know, I'm Bobby Beanstack. I do things. I do so so many things. Bob. Yeah, Bob. I do I do things too. Like um um. I can't think of anything funny. Yeah. I got nothing. I'll get back to you. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> get back to me, guys. Yeah, I definitely, you know, you can catch me Sunday nights. Uh, I run the late night pole dancing uh, classes down at some dance studio that I didn't think of in the meantime. Is a, is I'm just getting over cold, guys, just so you know. That's why my voice sounds a little squeaky. I don't want to hear. He, do you know, I, yo, know, people who point out when your voice cracks, Suck my dick, all right, from the back. I got a, I got like a nasally raspy fourteen-year-old boy voice anyway. So yeah, if anyone does criticize me, it's like okay, that's yeah. just what my voice sounds like, bro. Exactly. <laughs> like I've been there. I know this. I mean, I, I was like, yeah. <clears throat> I was gonna keep talking about people and their opinions, but fuck that shit. People and their opinions. Yeah. I actually tweeted today. I said. People's opinions will never hold anything to me. People's opinions of me. Because I, I found myself care, starting to care what people thought about me. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? One of, two of my sisters were talking to each other the other day. And one of them was like, hey, were you and your friend talking shit about me? And I remember I just turned to her and I was like, why does anybody's opinion matter? Get yeah. a life, you <laughs> fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> your friend's talking shit about you. I'm sorry, I almost just choked down. That would have been great on camera. Mm-hmm. I choked on my podcast. You can listen to that. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Get a good pair of headphones first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no camera. There's no video. We're we're working on video for hopefully uh, next season, but we're on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember where. I was friends, going. friends' opinions. Yeah, <laughs> friends' opinions. Um, I don't know. It's funny because. People love to give you their opinion when they're uneducated on the subject matter. You know what I mean? Like someone will tell you their podcast suck, your podcast sucks, but they don't listen to podcasts at all, and the only podcast they ever listen to is yours. And then they're like, "Your podcast sucks." I'm like, "Well, do you listen to podcasts? Do you know how they work?" No. It was just, it was just you guys sitting there and talking. Like, who does that? Here's a newsflash, pal. All podcasts suck. This is true. This is true. <laughs> I I enjoy some good podcasts out there. Oh no, I enjoy a lot of podcasts too. Yeah. But like, I mean, uh, I'm not gonna get too into it because I do have a love and appreciation for the podcast art form. But uh, I think it might just be like a little bit of a self hate thing where I'm like, oh, podcast sucks. It's like yeah. when you start doing. It's not even that I'm not proud of my own podcast. Yeah. It's just that I don't know. There's like a meme surrounding. Being a guy with a podcast, yeah, exactly. That, that, get, that gets into my head sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, everybody's got a podcast now. Yeah, but not everybody is that interesting. Not everybody has an interesting life. And like, yeah, people just come on. They have like their like this guy does roofing, and he was my dude from I knew him in high school. 
Cool, dude. That was a great story. <laughs> this is a good podcast for I, roofers. No, I'm, this is funny. Because there was a podcast I listened to where the guy was a roofing guy. He was their friend from high school. But he did have some fucking wild stories. Like, when you're that rich and, and like, have, like, a successful, a very successful company, you just get to have money. People do some fucked up shit. Oh, yeah. Those are the interesting people. Like, the people who have, like, money and stories because of that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. just... I don't know. I went to the, I went down to the Maldives one time and fucking uh, got blow boofed into my ass or some shit like that. You know. I loved it because it was like two friends doing a podcast, and they both, it was actually it was a hilarious podcast, but they just like didn't have the right promotion. They really didn't think anybody was listening. It like it's a short pack podcast. I think they had like twelve episodes or some shit before they cut it. They both they both do other podcasts and are very like one's a very successful book writer now. But it's just so funny to listen to them just be friends and like go through like the, the dirt stories and the, they think nobody listens to it. But I'm like, I did. It was funny. <laughs> it was great guys. I enjoyed it. Well that's one reason why I enjoyed like having a like Pip Pip was like a co host for like three episodes. It's yeah. like me and him just we get along, we have chemistry, we've been uh, like we known each other for quite a few years, so yeah. It's almost like there wasn't even like a, I wouldn't say like a, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, we didn't even have to do prep. You know what yeah. I mean? Just hit record and just start talking. Yeah. And Pitch uh, one of those guys. He's a great guy. To just He's a conversationalist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's very good at that. Yeah. I appreciate that about him. Yeah. It just sucks that he's a Heat fan, but other than that. <laughs> other than that. <laughs> and he I has mean, a strong hate for the Celtics. <laughs> Otherwise, he would probably get along. It's funny because, like, yeah, like, I like basketball, but I don't care about, like, any, like, I cheer for the Celtics because, like, you know. That's where in, you're from. We knew it, it makes like, sense. Yeah, exactly. So, like, when they do good, yay. If they're not doing good, oh, well, you know. Yeah. I can still watch some other games and have fun watching them. Trust me, there was years where I, I knew, it's like, the Celtics were so bad for some years that I was like, I am not paying attention. They'd be like, no, this guy's good. I'd be like, I have no idea what the fuck that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Uh, what's, what's his name? Courtney, what was it? There was a guy named Court Jeff Green and Courtney something. They were both on the team at the same time, and I heard they, they were the future of the league. Where the fuck are they now? Uh, Jeff Green is uh, Jeff Green. coming off the bench. He still plays. Um, they used to tell us Avery Bradley was the fucking godsend, and he was not. He was not. Didn't, yep, lost on the Lakers last year. Yeah, pussies. <laughs> um, every, like, I've seen within the last, like, year or so, um, definitely like this season since like the, the postseason, the postseason I saw it like uptick particularly, but like even before that I saw some of it, like the LeBron hate, like I just oh, kind of feel like it's, it's like, aver- a, I mean, it's LeBron's always going to get the hate. Yeah. It's been, it's all like, it's I love been LeBron thing. by the way. I, I took a shot at the Lakers, but I love LeBron. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, LeBron's LeBron's definitely He's one of the best. That the ever goat. There's no discussion. <laughs> I, I, I can't argue with that. Even, even like. Whether you're talking about numbers or whether you're just talking about like sheer performance, I mean the guy is fun to watch, yep. you know. So if you care about numbers, there's also that aspect too. I saw some damaging numbers towards Michael Jordan yesterday, and it was great. I love Michael Jordan slander. I do. <laughs> I really do. Don't get me wrong, Michael Jordan. He's number two. Michael Jordan, but he's number two. Was good when he was in the league, but like even then, like people didn't think he was like the the great like. It's so weird to explain because, like, I was a kid and I barely, I don't really remember it. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, he was retired by the time I was four. Yeah. But, like, e- even at the time, like, you you look at his numbers and stuff and he wasn't even competing up to, he wasn't getting numbers that were, like, eclipsing some of the greats who had come before him. Yeah. He was just very good at, like, moving around the court and he had a natural yeah, he's a great basketball inst- He had a natural player. instinct for it. That's yeah. what made him, he was fun to watch. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, other like uh, you know, and then there's all the other stuff like Michael Jordan being I, a gambling addict and being responsible yeah, for his dad's saw, death. Yeah, apparently, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Oh yeah, yeah, you got to say that. Big old allegedly. That shit is fucked up, though. I don't, I don't believe that he got his dad killed. Um, just because if you watch the documentary, he was like, that is this, like he went through some real emotional stress. He's like. Like, when people blame you for your father's death, like, it's pretty fucked up. Oh, yeah, yeah. To yeah. actually, like, because he was so close to his father, too. Very close. Uh, but, yeah, that was, that's, I don't believe that. 
Yeah, that was just an easy thing for me yeah, to say. Yeah, it's easy, easy. <laughs> Very easy. Um, so we were talking right before we uh, hit record. You were saying something about uh, you were saying that you that you're feeling away about the ba- about the baby. Yeah, the baby's fucking dude. Like this shit is killing me. Go off, queen. And go off, queen for sure. Like, I, like, all right. So outside the rant, like, all right. So you do the rant. He's the moment. Understands like. You're, it's the biggest show you've ever been a part of. Don't know how you say that shit. Well, it happens. Here's the moment you say some shit that you think is cool, to torture, machismo, fucking whatever. Um, then, then you double down. Then you double down in your fake ass apology. It wasn't an apology. You were just trying to explain yourself and just dug the whole dig it deeper like if you saw the apology he literally just says that yo my gay fans don't have aids that's what he said <laughs> that's what he said no joke he goes See, my my gay fans are clean and they don't have aids or hiv that's what he said so not only is he like he just he's like oh i'm gonna bash people who have aids and i'm gonna bash my gay fans See, and then it's just like so so you're stigmatizing sexual diseases you're stigmatizing gay people and, like, how they have to be clean and stuff. Like, gay people are just as regular as anyone else. Like, they, mm. there's nothing that you, – you can't really identify unless someone who's outwardly gay, which is okay. Like, but, like – When when you when you first – I was trying to, like, imagine him doing an apology before you said what he said. And I would just hear him in my head being like, yo, I'm sorry if you suck dick. Quit doing that. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that's what he basically said. And then and – then, and then so there's no apology from him. There's no real apology from him there. And then now, once they start getting into his bag, all right, I already had feelings about the baby when I saw him beating up promoters and shit. He he beat up that one guy with his phone. Like the baby's an aggressive dude. Like and you know he's also he's also defended himself. Oh yeah, you can tell he's definitely a short king. He's only five eight. Yeah. Maybe five seven, and he's definitely been made fun of for it because that dude throw his hands. Yeah, that dude. I don't know. He's definitely an aggressive dude, but that's nor here there nor there. I've gone like he always has to defend himself because he does he does aggressive shit, and then like people bring the aggressive energy to him, and he doesn't like it. I mean, I, and I, I I've I've seen him protecting himself and protecting his family. That's fine. But then, like, okay, then today he dropped. So he got pulled from Lollapalooza. Vegas pulled him. Um, that festival in New York, Governor's Ball, all pulled him. <coughs> now he puts out this apology. Now this pol- the, uh, the apology is written easily by a PR person. You can just tell. And this man, this man wants to play victim. This man wants to go. Um... Yeah, instead of people who came and brought this negative energy towards me, thanks for the people who reached out to me and tried to educate me. Dude, you're 29 years old and you don't know how to go, not go on a homophobic rant? What the fuck? What do you mean educate you, bro? What are we talking about here? Dude, stop just bashing random groups of people. Like, you don't have to do that. Nobody asked for your opinions on gay people. You gave it. You gave it. And then you want to be mad because, like, people are taking you off. Like, oh, how could you take... I'm just an artist. Like, I'm not... Motherfucker, you know what you're doing. You just know what you're doing. And it's it's weak as fuck for him to say, like, I still have time. Like, dude, you're almost, you're almost 30 years old. Come on, man. They told you... What? They told you that gay bashing was okay for the other 28 years of your life? <laughs> like, come on, bro. Yeah, when, when people try to say things like, I grew up in a different time. I, yeah, things were a little bit more homophobic than when we were kids. But we also watched the change, you know? Yeah. We watched that shit get ushered in. Like, like there's I'm no sure reason. He, he clearly just doesn't have gay people around him. Mm. Like, that's obvious. Like, there's nothing. And, and in fact, there's nothing inherently wrong with, like, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say there's nothing inherently wrong with being ignorant as long as you acknowledge that and are willing to learn. Yeah, but if you're just if you're just ignorant and you're just like worse, like obstinate, just refusing to move on an issue, 
that's that's dangerous. That's yeah. even if you're not a dangerous person, that's a dangerous thing to be putting out into the world. Yeah, I I, don't, I like to me it was just really weak for him to just say like I need like I'm still learning. And I'm like, dude, this isn't something you really got to learn. You to <laughs> to just not like spew an HIV AIDS rant on on stage in front of a million people. <laughs> like I don't know, man. And it's it's whatever. I mean, I I don't like I've caught like he's one of those artists that like I was even as a small artist I was like, dude, I don't ever want to work with that guy. Like just just the kind of aggression he brings is just not is not good. Like he just seems like a man who's overly confident, and you know that that is what it is. But yeah, you know he turned his back on Megan shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, a big, say, I'm a big Meg the Stallion fan, so I'm telling you, say it's that overcompensation that can only come from a short man. <laughs> I mean, just 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 look at him, <laughs> look at him out there. He's just he's overcompensating not, so yeah. hard. I'm not, I don't I try not to make fun of people. Oh, I try not to make fun of people's heights either. Yeah, it's it's because like it's too easy. It is it's easy. It's soft, but uh, hey, even if someone's taller than me, I'll be like, I hope you fucking hit your head in the door frame, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that is funny. I've met some very tall motherfuckers, which is so funny. I was in. I went to visit my sister in Maine, and um, like the house is fine. But then, like when I went in the basement, I couldn't even stand up straight. I'm yeah. only five nine. Oh jeez. The, the fucking basement was so small, I couldn't stand up straight. Like the house is literally built for short people. Dunking your head. <laughs> That's funny. Walking oh, through no. the basement like this, <laughs> my dad's and six. Short people don't even notice. My dad's six they two. They don't. Oh yeah, yeah. I was trying to like, I like trying to like stand up straight. I had to like slowly make sure I wasn't hitting something. Yep. That's my funny. dad's six two. I could have just imagined him just having a hell of a time down there, just bent in half. <laughs> yeah, man. I I hope I never have to go through like a public a fucking apology tour, dude. I really, it's so cringy to watch sometimes. No matter who it is, no matter who it is, they did a great, they did a great <coughs> um, joke about that on Family Guy, where there's a, they were like, this is even weaker than, this is even weaker than uh, Mel Gibson's apology, <laughs> and it's all, and he's all like, I'm really sorry about your greedy ways, yeah. and I'm sorry about your noses. <laughs> yeah, Jesus it's Christ! Like, oh my God! <laughs> he's, oh my God, Mel Gibson, that stuff. Like that stuff, I can get being point like they've I've I've heard this talked about on podcasts a lot. You can get to the point where you may not even be like a racist person, but you someone's gotten you to the boiling point where you just want to say the most hurtful shit you mm. can. And I I can understand people getting to that point and being drunk and like being drunk always adds to it. It's always, yeah. but yeah, that shit that shit. I I just hope I never go. Like, yeah. remember that fucking dude? This wasn't even, like, angry. Michael he, Michael Richards, the Kramer guy? Well, that, there's okay. that guy. No, <laughs> I'm talking about that country singer. Do you know what happened to him? Morgan Wallen? Yeah. You talking about the guy who said, yeah. he said the N-word outside of his house? Yeah. yeah. To, to and, a white person. And someone called it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, they, and it wasn't I, aggressive. I kind of like his music. Never listened to it. Yeah. Couldn't give a shit. But mm. I was like, I was like, this, like, that guy, like, he was just hammered and, so, like, he wasn't hatefully saying yeah, it or yeah. nothing. But, like, so, like, and you can up, get to that boop? point. Yeah. No, he said, he said, um, take care of my N-word, which was great. <laughs> like, he was telling the security guy or whoever he was with to take care of his friend. He was, he was trying to, yeah, he was trying to show some love, but with that voice and that tone of skin. Yeah, it's just, no. it's also just, like, you shouldn't. White people should just not feel comfortable ever saying that word. Like, it's that's the way I felt about it. Like, it just shouldn't be, it just shouldn't be regularly in your vocab. Mm. Like, there was like, it's funny because I've, I've thought about this. There was a point where they told us somebody like, or somebody in our school or like, I don't know. I feel like this was a general thing in the. Um, like the 2010 era, there was a point where they convinced us that if if you typed it with the A, it was okay. Like if you typed it, you didn't say it, but if you typed it with the A, like people were like, oh, that's fine. That might have been just my suburban white ass town, <laughs> but like for real, like that that was something. And now I feel like 
trust me. I'm glad. That, I'm d- glad I deleted my old the Facebook. Liberal, Let's just the, say that. The the li- I don't always type lyrics. I always type lyrics. The the liberals are on a mission to take all the fun words away from us. For sure. <laughs> For sure. This is Bobby Diesel. I like trucks. I like. I like trucks. I like bucks. Not giving fucks. Some long rucks. You know so what I'm I talking can't, about? So I can't say the N-word. What's next? I can't eat fried chicken? Y'all yeah. going to cancel biscuits too? <laughs> that is not the path you want to go down. Guys. <laughs> don't go down that path. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that was just my white-ass suburban town. But, uh... Well, I mean, my dad's my dad's uh, half black, half white, so you know, I grew that's up, always interesting. I grew up with the word in my ear and in my house all the time, but like, it, I just kind of always felt that way too. Like, yeah. I look too white, so I'm not gonna say it. And if I ever hear anybody who looks like me say it, I'm gonna get angry. Yeah, this dude tried to fucking test me a couple yeah. weeks, like a week and a half ago. I was up at um Tavern on Main yeah. in East Greenwich, seeing the Peace Collective. Shout out Devin Bender. <laughs> um, <coughs> they're uh, they're like a little hippie group. They play acoustic instruments. I got that from Peace Collective. Yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> out, out of South Kingstown. But you know, we're hanging out. And we we go to see our friends play, and there's a little group of friends going yeah. to see them. And uh, we met this one guy, and uh, he he was like, he was all right. I kind of had like an issue with him. He just had like that face or something about his. Look he was alt right. No, 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 I'm, no fuck, I'm fucking around. He was a nice enough guy. He didn't say anything like that. But, like, there was just, like, he had something about that look. Like, you know when you meet a person and you're like, ah, there's just something about this dude. I just, I feel like I could fight him. Like, I yeah. don't want to fight him, but I could. Yeah. Something off his energy was just wet. Like, you just, you could feel like when you're in a group of people, you just, you're, like, talking to each one. And you get to that one, you're like, something out. What? What's up with you? Huh? <laughs> no, so. This energy's off, my friend. You're like, you're uncomfortable. I don't know why you're uncomfortable, but it's making me uncomfortable. I was I, I was like I was getting that from him. That's why I haven't yeah. said his name because yeah. if my friends are watching, they're gonna know exactly who I'm talking about. Anthony. <laughs> I love Anthony. just shouting out random names. <laughs> the best. Yeah, I fucking still hate you, Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Oh, so so at one point we're just standing outside talking, and the restaurant across from Tavern on Main is called Jiggers. Yeah. So I start making a joke. I just start make, make, making jokes, you know. I think it's funny. Come on, to, Jiggers. That's I think easy. it's fun. I think it's funny to imply the N word. Yeah. You know, yeah. as long as you don't say it. I like yeah. to dance around it. That's the risk I'll take. You know. So I'm like, yeah. what? Did they not think about that? Oh, the cafe was made in the 1950s. They did that on purpose. You can't <laughs> tell me. I'm just like, funny. S- just saying dumb shit good, like good that. Rant. You know. Good rant. So I'm just saying dumb shit like that. At the end of the night, we're all saying goodbye after after they're done playing. This dude comes up to me, and I, for some reason, uh, while it, while I'm saying goodbye to him, he just drops the N word for some reason. I Ugh. was fucking just drunk. Off, I was just drunk off tequila, like four of them. You just get like I so just we felt were, I felt the hair stand up on my <laughs> arms now, because that shit, especially when you're trying to end your night, and you're like, what? Yeah, what? and we were like, you know, we did like one of those bro hugs. Like you gr- clasp yeah. him around the thumb, bring him in. And then at one point he said that while we're looking at each other. And I just immediately disengaged and just shoved him. Well, yeah, I like, got pissed quick. Oh, my God. Like I was I was and I was upset, too, because that dude took me out of my element in front of my friends. I l- fucking love those people. Yeah. I don't want them to see me being a fucking angry, want to fight piece of shit. You know, but then you're going to be like. This dude just said the N word to me, like very. No, I don't know. The funny thing was, the next night, all those people were like, "Yeah, he's a special guy. He's got some issues or whatever." Okay. But like they were, I didn't really notice because I, I didn't, at the at the time I didn't really notice because I was just in this moment with this yeah. dude, just and trying, you're drunk. Not, trying not to fuck your shit up. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, man, all right, but like I didn't notice, but like there were like five or six of my friends like standing around like yeah. waiting for something to happen. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, guys. Hey, white people just don't say it. Not even two other white people. Especially I mean, that, that has happened. That ha- that happens more often than not. White people say it to other white people. You know what? Okay, honestly, and I know like they say it behind your back. And I'm I, telling you. And I know like we're. And I know like you know you're a white guy. I'm a guy who looks white. But yeah. like, I do think there are some contexts where white people saying is funny. Mostly stand up comedy. It has to be some kind of like. For, it has to be some kind of format. It can't just be – you can't just say that shit in a group, like, just aimlessly. Like, Louis C.K. has had a couple of jokes where he said the N-word. I found them funny. Yes, they're on the edge. Yeah, he's very – he's 
He's whole, but he's he's crafted those like he's crafted him saying yeah, and it's beautiful. I, I've I've seen Louis C.K. do it. He's done it respectfully. I also I do have a problem with a pod, with there's a certain podcaster that I listen to, and he's a white guy that says it and he says it all the fucking time, and it bothers the living hell out of me. As mm. much as I love the show, I've come to like him less on the show. Yeah, it's funny because he's the one who brought me into the show, but I'm like, dude. You say it so much. Like, it's almost every episode. You find some way to shoehorn it in. Yeah. Like, I get you're a comedian, but, like, that means you must use it on the regular in your daily life. Yeah. And that, like, you know, there's there's this thing in comedy where you were brought up on racist jokes. It just was – it was the the culture. It was, a, I mean, the, the early 2000s culture. Like, all of it was race. I mean, Mind of Mencia, that was, like, one mm. of the, like – very racist <clears throat> shows. Obviously, obviously, we know everything about that guy. I know, guys. She steals. <laughs> Ned, Ned, Neil, Neil. I think his name is Neil. What do we got on the eight minutes? Okay. Okay. Yeah, usually I gotta roll the video over a couple times because it's, it's only has like a twenty minute timer. That's funny. At the frame rate, I film that. So I think there's a way to take the time the timer off, but I, I don't know. I'm too lazy to figure that shit out. Yeah. But yeah, also don't like I I uh, I just wanted to say you know you're like you were like white people don't say that and I just wanted to say especially after a show by a group called Peace Collective. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, don't do that. Uh, don't don't. <laughs> I don't I have any that. other way to say don't it. Do don't do that. <laughs> oh my god, I was trying to think. There was I do remember I. The last I I remember the last time I ever said the N word, and it was to my black friend, and it was, it was literally a knee jerk reaction, just because I had heard him, he had literally just like hooked up with this girl, a week ago, and then like he's seeing a new girl this week, and he's just like going on and on about how he thinks this girl's the one, and I'm like, dude, you were just hooking, and then I just said N word, please. And that is, and he like barely reacted to it, and that was the that, like it was a knee jerk reaction, and I still feel guilty about yeah. saying it now, like even even bringing that up, but that was like that was it was a it was so funny because my stomach turned like as he was talking, and I was just said it, and I was just like, oh, I shouldn't have said that, but like yeah. he didn't even react to it. I was like, okay, it was whatever. My yeah, my brain has that fail safe in it where I feel myself about to say it all the time. That's why like. Some people. I never like, like. Yeah, I never feel the need to say it anymore. Yeah. Like when I say, like if I ever say weird shit that sounds like it's out of place, it's because I'm not saying the n word. Yeah. Like, man, what are you talking about? Yeah. Boy, please, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, just if it sounds weird, it's be- because it is. Like my my <laughs> brain's not. My brain wants to Trust do it. I do wish I could say it. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Add, white people. I mean, everybody. Wants, it makes you sound cooler. Everything. And, you know, and when black people say it, it makes you sound cooler, and you know it. You and know you, it, and, and you love it. You know what? I don't even mind because, like, rules sometimes spark creativity. So sometimes I'll say some weird-sounding shit, and it'll just it'll end up being cool because, like, yeah. I made myself work to say that instead of just going straight for the N-bomb. Yeah. But no. I, I don't know. That's me. Like, whenever I'm, like, rapping or something, like, I'll replace all the N-words with, like, homie, neighbor, player. Yeah. Sometimes it Trust sounds, me. Sometimes it sounds out of place, but Trust it's me. more fun. Yeah. You know? Trust me. I've, <laughs> I've had that problem. It sucks because... As, like, an artist, I was true fans of these artists. And, like, when I'm in my car alone, I sing those I sing those words just as anyone should. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because you're coming from the artist's perspective. And, like, that's how they felt in the mm. moment. And, yeah, but I never I never mm. felt like I needed to use it in conversation. Yeah. No, I, I even when I'm by myself, I'll use, like, the substitute words. But then, like, every now and again, even, like, if I'm sitting in my car by myself, I'll be like. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing looks like fu- nothing. <laughs> this. This. This must be funny. Nothing. Nothing's funnier than two white, two white-looking <laughs> guys talking about the N-word, right? Guess. I don't. But um, <laughs> uh, I don't give a fuck. I know. I, know. <laughs> I talk about man. I get upset about some of the wildest shit on this channel. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think well, where where I was going with that. Oh, jeez, I had a place to go. Well, of course, of course, two white guys are gonna sit on the internet and talk about. Hey, guess what? You could have turned the article off. Yeah. I mean, you could have turned the video off. I know. Why don't you go write True. another fucking listicle for BuzzFeed, you loser? 
trying to think. I had a I had a point about it, so it's not coming to me. Oh, uh, fuck. It almost came back and then it left. How did that happen? How did that happen? The fi- the nature of human memory is very fickle. You yeah. Know? Like um, like while while we we're t- there was a little part where we were talking earlier. I was gonna like mention something to close off a point. Then I forgot what it was because you said something that had me interested. Yeah. Now I remember like what I wanted to say, but like uh, that part of the, con- far, that part of the conversation's passed, you know? Yeah, like, you know what? Let's stop talking about the N word. That's not. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I'm gonna get myself in trouble. <laughs> Dude, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I I can't stand for oversensitive people though, like yeah. people who can't move past something, like. There's there's certain things you can't move past, but there's a lot of things that people can and people hold on to for too long. And guess what? Those people are the people who won't explain their opinion until they explode. Mm. And then the, the explosion is so big between the two people that you can't come back from it. It's, it, it. it hits the point where it's like, oh, we're at the point of no return. Like, And if you had, if you had, had a discussion about it, like with it w- – this goes for anyone that has had a shitty ex-lover. Like, I've had someone... Like, like Brittany. Yeah, fuck you, Brittany. Uh, <laughs> call me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, no, but I, like, my last relationship, uh, we we really ended on good terms. Like, I, I, and I feel like that is the way a relationship should, like, we broke up. And then we talked, and then we talked about the problems we had with each other. Like after, like like we were giving each other fucking whack ass energy, and I was just like, "Hey, fuck that! Like, let's just figure out what's going on between us, like past this breakup. You know what I mean? Past the breakup." And it was like very healing. I think it was the best way to be. And now we can, like, move forward as friends, and like, can you know, not even that close to friends, but still be supportive of each other. But like, yeah, we we had a lot. We had some issues. <laughs> I've uh, see, I try I want I try not to be too braggadocious because I don't want to be like that guy. But like, Mr. Million Next Girlfriend, huh? There has <laughs> there has been a revolving door this year yeah. of lady friends, but you know, there's the one who like really meant something to me, and like the one I really would have like. Gina and Stephanie. Pr- yes, <laughs> Gina and Stephanie was twins. Uh, I would have done anything for them, right. <laughs> but I would have done. I, I literally would have done like a- anything. I would. I was trying to like live like ten years beyond my maturity level because I wanted this woman in my life. Yeah, it didn't happen, and that's fine. Trust me, I t- I tweeted the other day. <laughs> this is funny to me. I was like. Nothing's worse than seeing somebody online that you you remember how attracted you are to them, and you know you have zero fucking shot. <laughs> you're like, holy shit, you're still so fucking hot. It's not even like that. Like, yeah, we mean. Do you want her- me to put her name out here? Say <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go I'll, ahead. I'll say her first. Tell 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 them what her name her is. Her name is Kelsey. <laughs> uh, I find you I still very love, attractive. I still love you, Kelsey. <laughs> no, it's it's so funny because it's never like we hooked up or anything. But throughout high school, I thought she was attractive. In my mid twenties, I thought yeah. she was attractive. Totally forgot about her. Broke up with my ex girlfriend. Scrolled online, see her, and I was like, Oh fuck, you're still hot as shit. Yeah. Still hot as shit. Me and her, me and this woman who I was. And you're very nice and sweet, and I like you. Me and this woman who I was mentioning, you know, we had naked time a couple times, and then she just she didn't have a place for me in her life, which is fine. The only problem she is probably she probably didn't have her own place either. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem is she's still part of the goddamn friend group, so I see her around every now and again. And I just I don't I literally don't say anything. I just don't uh, say anything because like what shit. the fuck? Like it's like one of those things. Where I it's like, like I like discussing. You should discuss your problems with that, but uh. Nah. You gotta, like, you just gotta, like, it sucks. It sucks. But, like, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather trust be, me. I'd rather be you immature. Might, you'll probably cry through it. <laughs> Been there, cried through it. But, um. Well, it's, yeah. like, also, like, when you look at it, like, it wasn't even really that important. Like, we fucking hooked up a couple times over, like, a course of, like, a month and a half, two months. Okay. Whatever. Fine. Yeah. You know, but somehow I still managed to, like, I don't know, fucking catch a feeling somehow. Yeah, dude, us guys always catch feelings. I thought I was beyond that shit. They always, they always act like chicks catch the worst feelings, but like good guys always, always, always get even, catch the worst I'm not feelings. Even gonna put, I'm not even gonna put myself out to say I'm a good guy. Like, no, yeah. I'm just, I'm a guy who 
felt a way about someone. I was warned. And she said, hey, oh, and I was like, and you know what? That's the other thing. Like when somebody says something like that, you, you, you don't. You know they got good pussy, right? <laughs> Dude, yes. 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 <laughs> somebody says something like that. They definitely got good pussy. That's just facts. Fuck. <laughs> Did it. Recording stopped because time exceeded. That's great. That's great. Oh my god. Fuck. That's funny. Oh man. All right. Yeah. I just uh. Well, what happened was I just thought about some good pussy, and now yeah. I'm sad. So. Now you're sad. Now that we got about 15 minutes left, I'm just, I'm just going to sit here and pout. <laughs> yeah, nothing's like it. Why? You're like, damn, dude. I could have been in some fucking good pussy. But yeah. I am. Doing a stupid podcast with Bobby being sexy. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, no, you're right. I should just talk to her and try to grow up a little bit. That's ultimately what it comes yeah, down really, to. Yeah, really, that's what it comes down to. I like. Even, it's really a phone call. It's got to be a phone call. Because that way you can get out what you're feeling in the moment. And, like, they can also hear, like, just don't make it an angry conversation. Make it a discussion. And it's going to, it might hurt. <laughs> it might hurt. It might suck. But then you'll, you'll be on a level playing field and it's, and it's fine. Like, it, it really, like, it really smooth things over. And then, like, you can, and then you can fuck her again and not feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. Oh, man. The dream. <laughs> Great. We're doing great, guys. Oh man, dude, this oh this is great. This uh, this hour has gone by so fast. I know, very at, very quick hour, we're guys. We're already at forty six minutes. Shit. Jesus, yeah. So if you guys are wondering, still single. Yeah, the, <laughs> the only reason uh Bean Beans invited me onto his podcast tonight, but the only reason I didn't is because I'm going to uh I'm going to go try and do stuff. No, he's just swimming with his friends at night. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> All the high schoolers that went swimming with girls at night. You guys were just having fun. You guys didn't get naked in a pool with a bunch of your friends. I saw, okay, I saw one time. Is, I your, is your plan to go skinny dipping? Is not that the whole dipping. plan? Not skinny dipping, no. Damn. But there was one night while I was hanging like a couple, a couple weeks back, four weeks Shout back, maybe titties. now, five. I was fucking just ripped up on acid. Just fucking yeah. having the time of my life hanging out with my friends down the beach. There's a couple of us sitting up in one of those lifeguard chairs near Narragansett Beach, yeah. and we're just, like, looking out over the water, and it's just fucking beautiful. My brain's just melting out of my ears. <laughs> yeah. I can't, th- I can't think. St- I'm thinking about everything and nothing at the same yeah. time. And at one point— You're trying about- to, like, put your whole life together, but your acid brain's like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so at one point, like, we, we're getting ready to leave. I jump down on the ground. My, my buddy, he goes to take a piss. I stand, like, right— all of a sudden, we hear voices coming down the stairs, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh shit!" So I stood like right, I stood like kind of like trying to like block view, like yeah. of them walking by. There's a couple of young, you know, kids in their early twenties or some shit. Yeah, and they all went, all went and stripped down to their underwear and ran out into the water, and it Love was awesome. That. It just, it just reminded me of like youth and stuff. But like because I was all fucked up on acid, because I think I'm funny, I just started yelling out shit like, "Yeah, yeah I hope you all have group sex tonight." Oh Jesus. <laughs> You and Saul with bothering strangers. <laughs> Saul will go out to my back deck, and if God forbid anyone's in the park and looks at him, because he's going <laughs> to yell something. <laughs> Don't know what it's going to be. He's going to yell something at these people just to disturb them. One of my just fav- to disturb them. One of my favorite things to do is go up to, like, Boston for a concert or something, and then on the way out, just positively abuse people in the streets as we drive out. Like, hey, you're a beautiful couple. Yeah. Hey. I like your shoes. Yeah, beautiful <laughs> hair. Where'd you get your hair cut? That shit's fresh. There was something <laughs> funny that my ex did. She she would comp- she wanted to compliment black women on their hair when they were going by, but specifically black women. Even if he saw if she saw a girl with nice hair and she's like, oh my god, her hair looks so nice. She's white. She's not saying anything to it. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, black people, black women in particular. Get shit for their hair all the time. So I, yeah, it's a little weird that she was a white woman who only specifically. No, she was black. Oh, she, okay. Never mind. Yeah. All the power to you. <laughs> yeah. Shit, girl. Yeah, but it's just so funny. I get that. I I get that. I'm fucking around. 
I'm not <laughs> fucking around. It's but. like whenever I see anyone with like really curly hair or blue eyes, I'm like, what's up? Yeah. And be part of the same club. You know what it is. Yeah. I, I always found that shit weird, too. Just like, you're like, oh, I'll only compliment. Like, I, I find that shit weird as fuck. Well, not that only. She'll, like, that she'll only compliment black women. Like, that was that's a little weird. Yeah. That's a little weird. Like, I just, ah, uh, this, I'm not going to go. Nope. Nope. Not going to go down that hole. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not going there, guys. Because guess what? It's not my place to speak on it. I can't. Exp- I well, can't I mean, speak about the black. I mean, you already experience. you already did go down that hole. That's why you're speaking. On I know, it. true. I was <laughs> did go down that. <laughs> did go down that hole. That's true. <laughs> you know. You. Oh, turn the mic off there for a second. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, love you. Yeah, my, love you. My roommate fucking nailed this shit. Mm. Like he said, "What did he make you?" It's a. Uh, he made curry chicken. Yeah. He had a bunch of it. It was just like left over in the fridge. Great. So I just grabbed some. And he was like, oh, I don't know if it's going to be any good. And it is really good. Yeah. I, I mean, I added a bunch of salt and pepper, too. Yeah, go Steve. Yeah, go Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that is his actual name. Great. <laughs> I'm not glad that you didn't use a pseudo. Fuck that. Yeah, go Beowulf. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Great. Beowulf. Solid name. If you, if you want to make your kid tough. Name them Beowulf. Yeah, getting through middle school with that is going to be like when they get to when they get to the story where they're gonna read it because they always everybody oh, yeah, reads yeah. it. It's like a poetry section. They're like Beowulf. They're gonna come up to it's gonna be nice. Every, everyone's gonna look at him. He's just gonna be like, "What? Need some water? What? Right back, guy." But <clears throat> if you want, you can go grab some. Uh, there's some. I mean, it's your place. Never mind. I was gonna offer up the water in my cooler because I always like uh. I like to try and keep a cooler, like, nearby for, like, between me and the guest. At least that's what I did when Eddie Bills on. I'm going to try to keep doing that in the future, you know, just have, like, hydration right there. But, uh, oh, shit, I haven't done this by myself in a moment. Okay. See, here's the thing about, like, doing a podcast by yourself is you have to be insane. You have to think so much of yourself. And that's one reason why I stopped doing it, because it's like I st- I was starting to like I was starting to get tired of listening to just myself talk when I would edit or whatever, because I don't really <clears throat> I don't really like listen to this podcast. I I like listen to bits and pieces while I'm editing. I'll try to find a decent clip or something, scrub through, but I don't really like listen to it all the way through. So like that's one reason why I started like wanted to like start talking to guests and doing stuff like that. It keeps it keeps it fresher, keeps the ideas coming, yeah. keeps the shit lubricated. You might forget something they said and it'll make you laugh. Exactly. And plus plus the shit's just more dynamic when you're having a conversation as opposed to just like talking into the camera. Oh yeah, that shit's hard. Which shit. I can shout out Bill Burr who does that shit. All oh the yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him. Genius. But also something. Oh my god. I try to put, like, I'm a Lyft driver right now, like, for my job, and fuck, dude. I tried to put, I was like, you know what, Bill Burr would be great to just, like, have on, like, people, I don't think people would be upset with that. He fucking comes on, he's like, the fucking Boston Bruins. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> this is brutal. <clears throat> Every other word was a fucking swear. You see, I've been doing, I've been doing some, like, open mic stand-up comedy recently, and there's just something about, like, I've kind of had my confidence shaken when it comes to that. Like, I'm not, I don't think I'm not funny. I don't really think anything of whether or not I'm funny. People tell me I'm funny, and I just try to say things I think are funny. Yeah. And that's good enough for me. But, like, when you're going up on stage to do stand-up comedy, the expectation is to make people laugh. Yeah. So when I bring my best stuff up there, and I'm just getting nothing, like, no reaction, mm-hmm. it, it kind of stings. Kind of yeah, like shakes your confidence. Sting. You know, it's, it's even worse than, like, getting booed. Yeah, and it, the the worst part is about like open mic is it's like a room full of other people who are also trying to be comedians. Yeah, so it's like it, it, it's it's it sucks so bad to bring your best stuff on stage, hear nothing, hear no reaction, and then people come up to you afterward and be like, "Hey, you were funny." Yeah, that's the worst. Where were you when I was on stage, bro? Yeah. <laughs> were you in the fucking bathroom? No, it's great. It's actually I did my first like it wasn't a open mic but i did my first comedy performance it was like this game show uh, i should bring it bring it to it um but yeah it was, was it like a comedy g- is that like newport no it's a it was a, it's just a, it's a new one 
like two streets up. It's called Federal. It's at Federal Hill Pizza. Okay. Shout out Federal Hill Pizza. But um, Woo. yeah, they have a whole back room, and they're doing. They're starting to do comedy and music there, and it was like a improv comedy show. And I had a day's notice, still, so I didn't. I had a few jokes. I've never done stand up comedy. I'm a musician, but I was like, I'll try it. You know, I, I haven't been back on stage in ever, so I was happy to get back on stage, and the when it's funny because it is improv, but like when I wasn't. Getting a laugh, it hurt. It hurt more than I thought it would. Luckily, the jokes I wrote, like I, I tried some of my actual jokes. Jokes went over well. It was funny. It was good. But man, it was sometimes when you're up there, it's just fucking daring headlights. Luckily, we were like <laughs> rotating on and off, like trying to make the person on stage laugh. That was like the gig. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a spit take episode. Like you, you spit water when you're when you're trying. You try to hold it in and not laugh. But we didn't spit water because of COVID. Still ended up getting sick, you fucks. But <laughs> I don't think it was COVID. Um, it, I, I should probably try, like, going on, like, when I go on stage, I should probably try, like, riffing a little bit more. The problem is, like, once I go up and hit the stage and I just look out and I see people. Because, like, when I'm looking out and seeing, like, I don't necessarily see people. I just see, like, the back of the room, you know? Yeah. But every now and again, it's like you just look, you see a person or something, and my brain just goes fucking. Yeah, you just you just look at a person. They're like not, in, they're like not interested at yeah. all. I tried, to, I tried. He's not even that. Like I tried to like, I picked up the microphone to like riff one time, and I was like, and I just immediately looked right at my set, and I was like, I can't do this. I yeah. gotta, I gotta just do the set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just tried to riff. Luckily, that was good because they had like props and stuff, and we could. Mm. We could improv. Like I was, I like people came by and told me I was funny. I was like, all right, I'm fucking. Meanwhile, these two, these two female comedians are fucking. One was a real, she's a real comedian. Um, I can't remember her name. Her name is Brianna, something. I, I don't remember her last name, but she was great. She's a seasoned comic. You could tell. You could tell that she's done stand up before. She's hosted open mics and shit like that. And then this other girl was just uh, like a 19 year old girl who was just going for it. I love people like that. I love people. She she did kind of pack the crowd with their friends and stuff, which was fine. You, I, you're supposed to bring people to come to the show. But she was great. She was great. Uh, found out she's fucking 19. I was like, God damn. Like, fucking, mm. you, you got some real chops out here. And then her parents were telling me I'm funny. I'm like, these fucking girls killed it tonight. Yeah. It's, it's funny, though, because, dude, the other guy that I was with, uh, Storm and Norman, he, um, he was like, he kept thinking I was going too far, and I'm like, dude, come on, relax, <laughs> relax. I did, I did a uh, girls do porn joke. This was great. I just came because that girl, she she wasn't like dressed like too slutty or whatever, but I just came up. I go and I had the did the director's cut thing. I came up and I was like, um, what did I say? Oh fuck! I was like, there's actually no modeling gig. Girls do porn. <laughs> nope, didn't get didn't get much of a laugh from the crowd, but I laughed. So. <laughs> you know yeah. what? You got to try something, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the thing with like comedy. I ultimately don't think there should be anything that's off limits. Either everything's funny or nothing's funny. Oh. The only thing that really makes my it trans good. joke did well. The only thing that <laughs> I got a story about a trans joke, but uh, the only <laughs> thing that really makes it uncalled for is if like you're trying to be hurtful, you know. Yeah. One time on Facebook, I said something about how you can't get upset at me if I call a trans woman a bitch because I didn't misgender her. Yeah, okay, that's funny. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Someone commented, and they were like, oh, that's that's insanely bigoted. That's terrible. Just call it. Well, call it somebody. There's this whole weird place. Like, bitch is, like, the next word to go. Yeah. Bitch is the next word to go. So my response. Someone start calling people cunts. Yeah. <laughs> so my response was. I would fuck Kim Petras, so I know where I stand on the issue. <laughs> Kim Petras is a trans is a trans yeah. lady. She's yeah. a singer. She's actually very attractive, you know. Yeah. And I she's I, actually you had to throw actually. I should, say, I should have said actually. You're right, but the only reason I said actually was because most trans women disgust you. The only reason I said actually was because I presented it like a joke. <laughs> yeah. But I did mean it. Yeah. I said it like it was a thing I didn't mean, but okay. I I did okay. mean I get it. That's that. why I, I used that. actually. Yeah. She is insanely attractive. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter. I still got unfriended for that. Yeah. Uh, didn't 
Didn't fucking matter. No response, See, just unfriend. My my trans <laughs> joke was pretty funny. I walked up and I just said, you know, I, I go, I love trans people. Like, I'm I'm almost jealous of how confident that you are to know yourself that well. I'm just mad you guys get to pick your dick size and like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Great joke. Great joke. Gotta laugh. Gotta laugh. Again, that was one of those things like Louis C.K. said something. He's like, you know, at least those people know what's wrong with them. You yeah. know, I wish I could just wake up in the morning and be like, oh, that's the problem. I'm supposed to be something else. Yeah, true. Like instead, I just wake up in the morning. I'm like, why the fuck am I sad? What can yeah. I do to fix this? Yeah. Uh, the, the the dick joke is just funny to me. I just th- – because, dude, there are some people who got there, some shitty dicks. They didn't get to pick. <laughs> they didn't get to pick. But then some gr- then the girl on stage tried to come at me and say I had a little dick, and I was just like, ah. Oh. Mm. I was like, oh, all right, run these yeah. jokes. Run these jokes. They're not going to land with me, honey. <laughs> it's not my problem. Yeah, come, come. Come on. I dated a black girl. I'm fucking with Yes, guys. Yes. It's fun. <laughs> Jokes. Jokes. Oh, man. All right. So, yeah, that's an hour of bean sack. Uh, feel, free to, feel free to plug your shit. Feel free right. to talk about what you got coming up. To feel free so to tell we, people we where got, to find you. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll hit them with this. We got a show coming up in November. All right, you're you're getting the exclusive on this. We haven't. I think we actually confirmed the date. Exclusive. Yeah, I think the the, the date is November fourteenth. I, I I can't remember the date. The date in November is going to be the the first Soul Case back at the News Cafe, and we are stacking the fucking lineup. We're making sure these artists get paid too. So please come out and support that show. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure Piffy will end up being on that show. First artist, I don't, I don't know if he'll do it. But um, uh, Bob's Beancast, that's everywhere. You can find that at Spotify, Autopilot, Apple Podcasts, with me and my producer friend Autopilot, and uh, sometimes Scribe when he can make it. And we just, uh, we just go over some lists with people. We do a top five, top five, and then we talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about after that. But um, yeah, it's a it's a fun. If you like music and comedy, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to promote our local music scene here in Rhode Island. It's a very special scene, you'd say so. Um, I very much appreciate it. Yeah, got yep. a lot of friends. A lot, of, I know a lot of people doing it, and they're all very serious about it too. One problem I had when I was doing music was the uh, I was in the punk rock scene. There was a you know, popularity contest. You know, yeah, it's like the big dick swinging. There contest. were some people who were actually interested in it, but then there were just some people who were just there for like you know they're just trying to get the popularity they were just trying to fucking you know it was it was it always sucked it always sucked yeah and uh i do music too um you can check out i would i would i mean check out my last mixtape even though it was like two three years ago at this point uh that's all right content's content yeah yeah you can see where i'm going in that shit but i've i put together a lot of better music since and it'll be dropping soon i don't know when it's gonna drop whenever i fucking get this artwork or whatever uh, I've been really focused on other things, but I got a lot of music saved up, and and, and hopefully it'll be coming out soon. And you know, if you guys can, uh, hopefully I'll be booking some live shows and pra- practicing this shit, doing some open mics. But other than that, guys, just check out this podcast, man. That this is it, <laughs> killing it. And uh, yeah, Jay Sanchez, uh, Million X Girlfriends. Uh, every now and again, I do open mic comedy at the uh, Pub on Park. I'm going to be trying to be doing more open mic comedy, too. Uh, so on Monday nights, Pub on Park over in Cranston. Okay. Uh, usually, you gotta you show up to sign up. You know, it starts at 8, whatever. I'm not mm-hmm. doing it tonight. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, I try to get over there every now and again, try to, like, practice, even though even though it completely breaks my spirit the last couple times I've gone over there. I keep trying because... How uh, long are your sets there? Uh, they usually do about, like, five to seven minute sets that's perfect i usually never need the whole time because of the format of my jokes they're very set up knock down set up knock down when i'm on stage I don't that's like, good i don't like to like waste time and dally around with stuff so when i'm on stage at least you know yeah. like you're, you're you don't go to see a comedian to see him conversate with himself into the microphone you know you go true. to see him tell jokes true and i just don't feel like i'm good at the storytelling aspect of yeah. it yeah well, you can learn that oh yeah as i as i go but uh, I'm part of this group on Facebook called like Rhode Island Open Mic Comedians or whatever, and that's how, uh, um, that's how I find out about like open mics. I just see like where they are, where they're happening. Word. Lines up with my schedule. Probably so. get on that. Fuck yeah. 
I also want to try to do like a um, I might be trying to do a live episode of the podcast soon. I'm not sure. I was talking to Eddie Bills after we recorded the last one, and he said something about possibly being able to make that a thing for me. So that'd be great. I don't want to make any promises on that. Uh, that's that's still just an idea right now, but that's gonna be coming at some point. I always uh, find that funny. I've been because doing. Uh, I always think about like some random people like coming into like an establishment. You're doing a podcast. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Because I've, I've been doing this for two years now, and yeah. I want to try to do, like, a live... That's like, a lot of... Dedica- that takes a lot of dedication, guys. I wanna just try so you know. To, yeah, I want to try to do, like, a live incarnation of it at some point. Um, well, it's, uh, the, uh, I want to try to do, like, a little bit of, like, a late-night talk show kind of format if I do yeah. it live. Maybe do, like, a little bit of, like, a Bill Maher fucking thing where, like, I have one guest at first, and I just talk to that guest. And then I go talk to, like, a panel of guests. Yeah. And then I bring on, like, a rock star guest at the end just to, like, really fucking yeah, drive it out with the performance. Exactly, yeah. There you go. Anyway, Million X-Girlfriends, Bobby Beansack, Jay Sanchez, forever. Forever. <laughs>